I'm DeWitt Bingham. Welcome to the Justice for All podcast show, where we discuss all things social and criminal justice related, from the front end to the back end, and everything in between. You have a right to remain silent, because anything you say can and will be held against you. You have a right to an attorney. If you cannot afford one, one will be appointed for you. You're in the self-incrimination protection zone, where there is no cruel and unusual punishment. No illegal search and seizure. The exclusionary rule has you covered. So sit back, relax, and become sold on this week's episode. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Justice for All podcast show. I'm DeWitt Bingham, your host. Thank you for tuning in to the show that discusses all things social justice and criminal justice, where the goals are to inform you, the American citizen, of your constitutional rights, to provide educational and occupational guidance to high school and college students, and to be a voice for change. I'm excited because we are in a new semester with a new group of wonderful Heartland Community College students. As we enter into the first episode of the spring 2024 semester and conclude the third year of the podcast, I want to thank you, the audience, for tuning in and for your support. As we go through the course material, one of the focal points of this cohort will be the criminal justice concept of discretion and how it impacts every phase of the criminal justice system from the front end to the back end and how it can be used for good and how it can be used for bad. So without any further ado, I introduce to some and present to others. The first two guests of the semester, Autumn Morgan and Keaton Willie. Welcome to the show, Autumn and Keaton. Hello. Thank you. The title of today's show is Discretion in the Criminal Justice System. So let's jump right in. Segment one, Autumn and Keaton, is for the educational and occupational guidance of high school and college students. We accomplished this by having our guests introduce themselves. So if you would, tell the audience where you were born and raised, what high school you attended, your major or planned major, why are you enrolled in the course? And then give us one career goal. Let's start with you, Keaton. Okay. So I um, was born in Bloomington and I've lived in Hopedale and McLean. They're just super small towns outside of Bloomington. I am currently a senior at Olympia High School. I'm not like 100% sure exactly what I want my like major to be, but like I plan on going into something within family law. I enrolled in this class to kind of just get a better understanding of like the court system before going into law. And I'm also really interested in criminal justice. A career goal I have is I want to become like a GAL, which is a guardian ad litem for like children, um, for them to like be able to have a voice. Wonderful. First of all, did I hear you say that you went to Olympia High School? Yeah, I'm a senior right now at Olympia. Wonderful. Olympia Spartans. (laughs) How about that? Olympia Spartans. I've been out to Olympia uh, High School before. One of my favorite places at one time to referee. Boy, they take take good care of you out there. (laughs) They roll out the red carpet for a brother when I came out there. That was before your time, though, Keith. 
<laughs> That's wonderful that you actually are really thinking about being a guardian at Lytham and, and, and doing that type of work. All right. Autumn. I am from Cameron, Missouri, which is 30 minutes north of Kansas City, Missouri. I went to Cameron High School. My plan major is social work. I currently work in child welfare here in Logan County at the Center for Youth and Family Solutions. Oh, wonderful. And you're you're stationed in Logan County? Would you happen to live in Lincoln? I do. Oh, wow. My best friend lives in Lincoln. And you say that you are from Missouri, huh? Yes, oh. north of Kansas City. Okay, wonderful. That's my home state too. Yeah, the show me state. Don't <laughs> don't don't talk no stuff. Show me. Why did you take the course? Um, because I already work in child welfare. It seemed like an obvious course to take. I deal with a lot of teenagers that have been getting in a lot of criminal trouble. And I am used to the court system because I go for work all the time. So like I know all the GALs and I really like them. And I wanted to be able to understand more so that I could talk to my kiddos better. And I had to take this class to get to juvenile court, criminal courts. <laughs> Wonderful. That is awesome, Autumn. Did I get your career goal? Future, I might go on and finish my bachelor's degree and then I would be an adoption worker is what I'd like to do. Great. Wonderful. All right. Very good. Moving on. Segment two, constitutional rights. Segment two is to inform the American public of their constitutional rights. Before we ask you to tell us what your favorite constitutional right is and why, let's remind the audience that today's episode is entitled Discretion in the Criminal Justice System. According to Fagan, the author of our text, what are the main three components of the criminal justice system? As in like, law enforcement, court, and corrections. Oh. Historically speaking, what are the four things that brought concern to improve the criminal justice system, Keaton? The civil rights movement, the Vietnam War, campus demonstrations, crime wave. Yeah, a crime wave actually was taking yeah. place, right? Okay, very good. All right, back to you, Autumn. What president declared war on crime? Do you remember that? Lyndon Johnson. All right. Very good. Autumn. Wonderful. Wonderful. What was one reason for the war on crime? The criminal justice system like appeared to be failing in the 1960s and 70s. And the president's like commission concluded fear on crime like had eroded quality of life for most Americans. All right. Wonderful. 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 All right. In your own words, define discretion. Let's start with you, Keaton. The ability to like judge between like right and wrong. It's like basically like the freedom of like judgment for others. Okay. And what do you think that it might be, Autumn? We use discretion at work a lot. Discretion for us in child welfare is we have to kind of navigate how we speak and behave so we don't offend people. Okay. So we use discretion on how we interact. And then we have discretion like with courts on like, do we have discretion to decide one way or the other with what parents are doing? Wonderful. And that that's really the next question that I was going to ask. Can you give the audience one example of discretion as it relates to the criminal justice system? You mentioned that there may be a range, so to speak, of things that you can actually do in regard to a young person working as one who is supervising and trying to do things to make life better for young people or adolescents who have perhaps gotten themselves in trouble on that continuum, punishment, mm -hmm. on that continuum of things that you could possibly do. What you're saying, Autumn, is, is that 
you have the discretion to do that which is the minimum and or do that which might be the maximum. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now tell me what your favorite constitutional right is, beginning with you, Autumn. I, my favorite was if you don't have the ability to afford an attorney, that one would be appointed for you. Okay. Okay. So um, an attorney, right? <laughs> to an attorney. That is the Sixth Amendment. Six, my Sixth Amendment. Okay. All right. Very good. Keaton? I also agree with her with the Sixth Amendment. And I also said the 14th Amendment because it granted like citizenship and equal civil like and legal rights. Wonderful. So, yeah. Wonderful. Yes. The law gives mm-hmm. us the right. Yeah. If we cannot afford an attorney, we have the right to be appointed one by the court system. And therefore, by having the right to have an attorney, we're guaranteed to be represented in a fair way. Is anyone above the law? Beginning with you, Keaton. Personally, I think no. I just like don't really think that anyone like has like the ability to like overrule like the law. Like I just think like the law is kind of just like there for everyone to like follow. And there's not really like one person in like particular who can like go over the law. All right. Autumn? I agree. No. Um, I think that law enforcement and lawmakers should be showing how to act. And if they expect us to follow the law, then they need to be following the same laws that they're creating. Okay, very good. Segment three, being a voice for change. As emerging adults who grew up in a predominantly white America, what say Autumn and Keaton about white supremacy and Black Lives Matter? In your opinion, does white supremacy exist? Yes. (laughs) Okay, all right. And do Black Lives Matter? Yes. All right, very good. Keaton? Yes, I agree with both. All right. Either of you care to expound on that? I think that like Black Lives Matter, like I feel like it has been like a reoccurring thing, especially in like the last like um, few years. And I just think that like it has like brought a lot of organizations together. But like also with like bringing the organizations together, I also think that like it has really like increased like white white supremacy. And like, especially in like our political system, like you see like a lot of like white supremacy and like, I think like a lot of people are like saying like, yeah, like all all lives matter, but like really like at a point in time, it's more like black lives matter. Cause I feel like even not only like black lives, but a bunch of like other like races, they don't get like as much equal opportunity with like that, like we would get like white Americans get through like the law or like law enforcement or even just like in public through organizations. So, yeah. Wonderful. Wonderful, Keaton. Wonderful. And so then, Autumn, if we say that as a black man, Mr. Bingham obviously is a black man, right? So if Mr. Bingham said Black Lives Matter, does that mean that nobody else's life or anyone else's life matters less? No, I think the saying makes sense because sometimes people think like if you go way back, they thought black people were less than that's why we had slaves and that's why we had all those things. And it's they matter just as much as everybody else matters. But history doesn't show that sometimes. Well, wonderful. Autumn. Great job. Okay, I asked everybody that comes on the show. I've been asking this question for two years. What would you like to see? the Biden administration accomplished? And of course, this question is probably going to change if once Biden is out of office, somebody else steps in. All right. But beginning with you, Keaton. We need to have like a more thorough like immigration system. 
because like I believe like right now we just don't really have like a good system and like for like countries I feel like there needs to be like a cap on like who can like they're like we just like can't have like everyone like coming in and like we just don't have enough like resources for that so I just feel like there just needs to be like a better like system like more thorough on like who's all like coming in and like okay all right okay autumn um mine was healthcare. i wanted to see healthcare be more of a right and not so much as if you can't afford it you don't get it and a federal maternity paternity leave everyone gets the same amount of things okay all right free community college i'm thinking that one of you guys said yes and one said no Let's start. I with, know I said yes. Okay. Yeah, I said yes. Oh, both of y'all said yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. I won't hear the reason. Okay. So tell me why you think community colleges should be free. Um, I said yes because I think that if everyone gets put out on the same foot, if they went to high school, some high schools aren't as good as others. Some are charter. Some are regular high schools. Um, but if everyone gets to go to community college and it's there, then people can be going out having the same standard education. All right, Keith. Yes, I would agree with that. I feel like if community college is there, like it's just like sets everyone like like a bet for like better success. Because I feel like a lot of the reason that like people like aren't getting degrees or like aren't being able to like go through like college is a lot of time because they can't afford like colleges. So I think it would be good for free community college. All right. Very good. Should a convicted felon be allowed to vote? Beginning with you, Keaton. I think they should be allowed to vote. I don't think they should be allowed to run for president, though. Okay. Autumn, what do you think? I agree. I think they still have opinions and they still have to live in this country and they should get to a voice in that. Okay. And how do you feel about felon be allow- being allowed to run for president? I don't think that a felon should run for president. I just think if they broke, the- if they broke this small law, what laws could they break with having that much power or of a trust thing? Okay. Marijuana is legal in the state of Illinois. Do you think that it should be legalized at the federal level? I think yes, since it's already legalized at like the state level. Okay. All right. Autumn? (laughs) I am definitely very biased. I think last year I would have said yes. Um, But now I work with children who are on the streets being drug dealers (laughs) and they're getting their stuff from some dispensaries. And I've seen that get a little shady a few times, even though there's so many laws around that. But other countries have legalized pot and then they've legalized all drugs. And now they're going back on it because they're kind of running rampant, just doing an addict isn't going to stop using because it's legal. Mm-hmm. OK, what about the positives of marijuana? Any thoughts on that? I personally don't smoke pot. <laughs> I know that there are benefits, specifically with people with like PTSD and trauma. But again, I and my kids, my 18 year olds and my 15 year olds are coming to court high. So I am more so against it now because I'm seeing mostly negatives in my personal life. All right. Very good. So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. The main three components of the criminal justice system. Discretion defined. What president declared a war on crime and why? Important constitutional rights and how to make America a better place to live. Until next time, keep living your best life. God bless and God speak. 